Monday morning, January 1st, 2024. Let's go, baby. New Year's solo cast, which will release two days after New Year's. It's just how it goes when you're a Wednesday release kind of guy, uh, which we've fallen into. This podcast, I'm going to talk a bit about the year in review and the year coming up uh, from a podcast standpoint, from a coaching standpoint, fit for service, what we're doing differently, that kind of stuff. And I'm going to give away a whole bunch of shit in terms of um, doables, practicals. Uh, those are always important. I think when we when we focus on resolutions and things like that, it, it gets a little wiry when we complicate things and it gets a hell of a lot easier to stick to the program when we simplify it and make things convenient for ourselves. Good things. Uh, good habits when they're convenient are kept. We build momentum. And even if we fall off the wagon, we keep going. Last year, I made a commitment to myself that I would do 20 minutes of mobility or, tw- or 16 minutes of mobility every single day. And boy, I'd missed like three days in the first six months. And then shit happened and I fell off the wagon and I got back on the wagon. And even though I didn't come close to doing 365 days, uh, I did quite a bit. I did over 250 and my body feels amazing for it. Just 16 minutes a day. So that was a hell of a resolution and and one that I stuck with. And I'm very happy I stuck with. My body is better for it. And I'll dive into mobility. And uh, let me just, I'm going to jot down notes here. Mobility. When we talk full temple reset, I'll talk about why that's such an important piece. And I'll give you guys info on where you can go to deep dive who I've learned from. Dr. Kelly Sturette, Aaron Alexander, homie Aaron. Uh, so there's 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 going to be a lot of takeaways in this podcast. Um, Jose, you can do your best with the show notes, brother. You always do a fantastic job. We'll, links and stuff, if I'm talking about something <laughs> maybe we don't want to hear about. I will prove it with the source that I got it from so you can go find out the shitty news for yourself. And if it's good, uh, you're going to get that too. You, you know, here's your book. Go, go to thealignmethod.com, get, get yourself a copy of Aaron Alexander's book, and you can dive in there and, and get some good info. So whatever your cup of tea is, you want to stare at the darkness like I do from time to time, or if you're trying to improve yourself, uh, you'll get info. That'll be in the show notes. Thank you, Jose. You did a fucking great job. Uh, 2023. I'm looking forward to this year. I've written down a list of people that I want for next year too. And I wrote down some of the most prominent fucking guests that I had this past year and kind of broke them into, into a couple of different categories. One, um, the body, which obviously is, you know, started off as total human optimization and the on it podcast there's that still lives inside of this podcast. I can assure you, however off target we get in talking to you know, Seamus Bruner on control the garks. We will always circle back to optimization and, and making ourselves better in every way, shape, and form. Total human optimization is the physical, the mental, emotional, the spiritual. It's all, all the things in between. It's relationships. It's sex. It's all of it. And and this podcast covers that. So if you're new to the game, that's what we're going to get into. But we're also not going to look away from the shit that I think is important, and that's stuff that that actually affects our lives. You know, a long time ago, <laughs> 2019, a long time ago, I used to pretend that whatever was happening in politics didn't really matter because that was some shit they were doing in DC. And at the end of the day, if it affected my taxes, a couple percentage points, one way or another, big deal. Then they locked the world down and that became painfully obvious that the decisions they're making affect every single one of us. 
and for those that have been into politics and this shit or, or geopolitical climates and uh, maybe some deep state talk and things like that, you will know better than I have. But now it's, it's so obvious that it's, it is something we have to look at. And it's something we have to look at because of the fact that predictions that were made around 2020 from participants in 2020 are being made again. Uh, around the next pandemic and things like that. So we do have to pay attention to that kind of stuff because that, that does affect us. But this podcast is is really not going to steer too far in that direction. Um, I do want to touch on that stuff. I can't leave it out when I think of 2023 in hindsight. 2022 and 2023 really were kind of chill um, in comparison to 2020 and 2021. It was like, oh, yay, back to normal. Life is good again. You know, <laughs> let's make some money. Let's focus on some shit. Uh, that doesn't have to do with the world ending and doesn't have to do with, uh, you know, global takeover. Cool. I'm cool with that. And don't be surprised if somewhere between 2024 and 2030, that looks differently. So we're going to dive into some of that stuff too. We're going to dive into optimization. We're going to recap um, some of the great guests that I had on this year. I had some awesome fucking people on for the very first time, people that I want to run it back with who who have, you know, from authors to supplement company owners, to, to just everything in between. And um, just really a lot, you know, and in the podcast with Peter Crone at the beginning of the year. Whoo-wee. We'll link to those podcasts too if you missed any of these. Um, and I'll talk about the books that I'm reading now as well. And why, so like some of these bucket list guests I have for this year, Robert Edward Grant, who's been on Aubrey's podcast, uh, Homies of Chervin and Blue. Uh, he's been at a number of our events, came out to Fit for Service in Sedona. He's author of... Philomath, Neuromind, which he co-authored that, and Polymath, The Aquarian Enlightenment. This shit blows my mind. (laughs) So I'm reading this book, Polymath, uh, first, which is a little bit above my pay grade. Now, Robert Edward Grant does a brilliant job. That's how you know he's genius, because he can break it down in a way that's palpable for everyone. And that's why I want to get him on the podcast. Uh, but the book Polymath is is fucking phenomenal. And if you've heard him speak, I'm going to link to him in the show notes here because he does a, uh, an excellent job. And actually, it's one of the things that I take away when I'm looking at the darkness is a lot of what Robert Edward Grant's philosophy is on life, which I think is phenomenal. So we'll link to that in the show notes. I could only find this podcast on Audible. I know most of us listen on iTunes and Spotify, but if you have Audible, you should have Audible. Um, you can listen to that podcast for free. There's a great podcast there. So if you like this podcast, share it with friends far and wide. Leave us a five-star rating with one or two ways the show's helped you out in life. Uh, Organifi is all done uh, with the giveaways that finished off in 2023. So thank you guys, whoever wrote in just to get free supplements. Hopefully you won. Uh, If you didn't win and you left us a five-star review, thank you anyways. It's fucking awesome. One thing I'm going to do in terms of... uh, one resolution that I plan on keeping is I've asked you guys to write me on at Living with the Kingsburys and at Kingsboo. My wife runs at Living with the Kingsburys, and we have a fuck ton of messages that have come through, not from people that we follow. I'm guessing that, that all those messages are from people that have listened to this podcast. And so I, I, it is my embarrassed apology to say I haven't checked a single fucking message the entire year, not one. Uh, I've looked at my messages on Twitter and there aren't any from the podcast. So I'm guessing they're all coming through the gram since I've asked for your opinions on stuff. And the reason I vow to change that and actually start looking through 
the myriad of shit we get on Instagram is just to see, are there any things from this podcast, any communication lines from this podcast? I want to open that doorway up to the listeners to hear what are your favorite kinds of podcasts? This is a fucking broad spectrum we cover on the show. It's not just, I mean, before, when it was the On It podcast before, before I came in, it was pro wrestlers and, and, and supplements and, and uh, you know, bodybuilders. It, 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 it's taken a hard left turn from there when I took over. And since it became the Cal Kingsbury podcast, you know, we've really expanded and opened up the doorway of what we, with the content that we cover here. So um, I want to know, you know, as a listeners, how long have you been listening to the show? What are your favorite episodes? Um, what's, you know, what, what do you want to hear more of? What do you not hear enough of? Do you want more on optimization? Like when you hear Catherine Arnston, who I'll talk about in a bit on algae and you're like, holy shit, had no idea, right? I had no idea. I'm speaking personally here. I fucking love energy bits now. And this, I don't, I don't take a commission on energy bits. They don't sponsor the podcast. They are incredible. I just had a 5k run with my son this morning to welcome the new year. And they give me a shit ton of energy. And listening to her talk about how that influences the mitochondria, you're like, yeah, that, that's how they work. It's pretty remarkable. Um, and prior to that podcast, all I had had was, was uh, you know, blue-green algae and a shake in an expensive place once in a while. I never supplemented with it regularly or, or, or had that as a food item. She calls it a food, not a supplement. But anyway, we'll dive into her. We'll dive into all this stuff. Uh, share it far and wide and let us know. Reach out to me. Let us know. Which podcast you're actually looking forward to? What are the, what are the podcasts you want more of? So, and what are the podcasts you don't care to hear? And and I'll just take note of that. You know, some of the shit you're going to hear it anyways. If you're like, I don't want to hear about the deep state or or something bad that's going to happen. Sorry, it's my job to report the truth as I see it. And um, I don't agree with everything every guest says. I I had David Ike on the podcast. He was awesome. Um, I just read his latest book, The Dream. And I disagree with a lot of it. I think he's fucking awesome, though. And I, and I, and I agree with much of what he's saying as well. So um, tease that out for yourself, right? But, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to have him on or I'm not going to talk about stuff like that because I think it's important to. So let's open the communication lines up. I promise I'll look at Living with the Kingsburys. It's going to be a hell of a lot easier if you're on Twitter or X and you just write at Kingsboo. DM me there. Uh, I might have to follow. I don't think that rule applies anymore that I have to follow you in order to see DMs. But I want, to, I want to be able to communicate with you guys a little bit more regularly. And then lastly, support these sponsors. These guys make this show possible. They are fucking awesome. It's now January. Uh, if, you know, Texas, January, February are the coldest months of the year. These are the months most people get sick. A staggering 275 million antibiotic prescriptions were handed out in the USA last year. And you or someone you love is probably going to need a prescription in the next 12 months. With supply chain shortages becoming a common reality, more families are being forced to take their health into their own hands. The Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit contains eight life-saving medications that every American should have in their medicine cabinet. If you have Tylenol, you should have this med kit. With antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics, it's like having a pharmacy in your own home. It contains emergency meds you need like amoxicillin, ivermectin, and z The kit also includes a 22-page guidebook with instructions on safe use for each medication. From benign tick bites to pneumonia, every scenario is covered. These prescription-only kits are high in demand, so make sure you order yours now before the cold and flu season really ramps up. Go to twc.health/kingsbury to grab your medical emergency kit. That's twc.health/kingsbury and use code Kingsbury in all caps to save 
on your first order. Kits are only available in the USA. This special edition solo cast New Year's Day podcast is also brought to you today by paleovalley.com, one of our longest sponsors. One of the things that we are taught when we first dive into health and wellness is to clear all the shit out of your pantry. You go through, you're like, oh, Doritos, oh, this oh, Oreos. Hopefully no one listened to this podcast. Hopefully that's a faint memory from decades ago when you did all this. But what's next? You've got to add convenient things to that pantry. That's something that's missed. You're not going to make every meal from scratch. You're, not, you're just not. It's like saying, you know, like, well, I, I vow to do, you know, 365 meals a day or, or a year, day, 365 days a year at my house. I'm going to make my own meals and I've hired a professional chef and blah, blah, blah. Good luck. It's a lot easier. You're still going to want to snack. And it's a lot easier if you fill that pantry up with good things. And this is what I love about paleovalley.com. These guys have the highest end snacks in the game. Their beef sticks are 100% grass-fed and grass-finished. These source from local small U.S. farms right here that are participating in regenerative agriculture. This is such a big one. Austin Smith came on the podcast. She's getting her PhD right now, and she's in it. She's in the game of regenerative all the way through and through. Their company is they have a regenerative farm in Colorado. They have a regenerative restaurant in Boulder. These guys are about it, every single one of them. And uh, I love that they stand behind what they're preaching and that they believe in regenerative agriculture through and through. And so that's who they're sourcing this meat from. It's the best beef you can get. They ferment their beef sticks, which creates naturally occurring probiotics, which are great for your gut health. And you're going to love it. They taste phenomenal. My kids love it. Jalapeno is my favorite. The maple bacon pork is next level. That's my son Bear's favorite. I have a package of 10 of these in my backpack that I take for podcasting. I've got them in the truck. Every flight I go on, I make sure I grab a couple packages of it. My wife always reminds me, hey, make sure you grab some beef sticks. Uh, They have really amazing organic food bars too that are absolutely incredible. No nonsense, no added sugar, no nothing in there that you don't want in your body. Uh, If you're keto, stick to the sticks. But if you're handling some carbohydrates, the organic bars are incredible and super good, uh, super good for you as well as tasty. And these, these are things that you can lean on when you're hungry in between meals or like when I'm spending a long day at the farm and I don't have lunch, if I, if I fuck up and don't pack lunch, I can know I can dig into my bag and nourish myself with something that's going to help my body. It's not going to come at a cost where like, fine, I get full now, but it's going to cause inflammation and hurt me later. No, none of that. I can get by with less as long as I've got Paleo Valley products in my bag at all times. They also have a phenomenal supplement store. One of the things that they sell that I love that I always travel with is their powdered encapsulated apple cider vinegar. This is a must-have in the wintertime. It's, it's, it's an exceptional supplement year-round, but it's really important. If you can start getting run down at first sign, take apple cider vinegar, and it'll knock out anything that you've got going on. It's, it's, it's a phenomenal supplement to have in the medicine cabinet, especially for the kids. Kids oftentimes don't like drinking it. It's good if you've got a throat issue to actually drink the, the liquid. But if you're just getting run down, taking the capsules, avoid, avoid that nasty taste. Get that in. Get the good stuff in your body. It's going to help improve the microbiome and kick ass on anything that shouldn't be there. Um, their whole store is incredible. If you go to paleovalley.com and use code Kyle at checkout, you get 15% off everything in the store. Again, these guys are awesome. I love them dearly. Please support them. They make the best products on the planet. And like I said, if you're clearing out the pantry for New Year's, 
You gotta stock the pantry with good things that are healthy that you know are gonna be nourishing for you when you're in a pinch, because we're always gonna get into a pinch. We're also brought to you today by Lucy.co, another very long time sponsor. 20% off any order applicable to all products at Lucy.co. That's L-U-C-Y dot C-O. And use promo code KKP upon checkout. Specifically for Kyle Kingsbury podcast listeners, make sure to repeat Lucy.co and promo code KKP. The government is banning vapes. Government is reducing the amount of nicotine in cigarettes. Never been a better time to give Lucy a try. Great flavors, multiple strengths, only nicotine pouch with a capsule inside that keeps it fresh. Look, we're all adults here. And I know some of us choose to use nicotine to relax, focus, or just unwind after a long day. Lucy is a modern oral nicotine company that makes nicotine gum, lozenges, and pouches for adults who are looking for the best, most responsible way to consume their nicotine. It's a new year, baby. Why not start it out by switching to a new nicotine product that you can feel good about? All right. For the longest time, I've talked about how nicotine is an exceptional, exceptional thing that Mother Nature has gifted us with. It fits in the same receptor sites in the brain as acetylcholine. This is what all nootropics are trying to create more of. They usually stack some form of choline, like city choline or alpha-GPC, with other plants, Huperzia serrata, Bacopa monieri, and that is going to take the choline and help convert it into more acetylcholine. This is where we get increased cognitive function. Uh, memory goes up, learning goes up. And the other thing that's great, and listening to Dr. Andrew Huberman and other people can you know, really break down the science of learning is that dopamine is a really important neurochemical that hopefully is present while we're learning. If you really want to hold on to something, you better be enjoying what you're learning in order to hold on to it. We see that anybody who has kids, if your kid enjoys what he's learning or she's learning, they're going to hold on to that a hell of a lot longer than if they're just going through the paces and memorizing shit for you because you're supposed to, because it's in a book. That's nonsense. That way of learning is out. Dopamine needs to be in. And I'm saying give kids nicotine. Don't do that. But as adults, if we have dopamine on hand while we're learning, that too will help us retain information. And the great thing about nicotine is there's a dopamine response. It helps you feel good. There's a ah moment. Nicotine, yes, this feels good for me. Also, I have to read this disclaimer. Quote, warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Unquote. If you enjoy using nicotine, you should definitely check out Lucy's products at lucy.co. That's L-U-C-Y dot C-O. And use promo code KKP at checkout. Remember... If you're interested in a better way to use nicotine, visit lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code KKP. Last but not least, the homiesorganify.com slash KKP. Had Drew Canoli on this year. He's a new dad uh, for the second time. Just awesome. Just love that guy. Love Organifi. Love what they're doing. Like I said, no more giveaway. They did that for over a year though. So thank you very, very much for that. That's helped the podcast grow. And uh, I, I love the support. Normally, I talk about the Sunrise, the Sunset Kit, and how awesome the red, the green, and gold juices are. But today, we're going to focus on their brand new product, Shilajit Gummies. These are sourced directly from the Himalayas, home of the world's finest Shilajit. They're heavily tested for metals. Uh, that's a good pun there. Rich in antioxidants that help fight free radicals. They can support gut health and nurse the digestive tract by promoting the growth of beneficial bacteria. They improve the permeability of cell membranes and help to better absorb and enhance nutrient absorption. This is awesome. And they can support detoxification, can enhance energy levels and overall vitality. That's something you feel. I love supplements where you're like, don't take my word for it. Take it and see how you feel. This is one of those. And it has anti-inflammatory properties. That's, that's, that's something that's very important because inflammation is the root of all illness, as they say. Substantiated benefits, support healthy testosterone levels. This is important no matter what age you are and important for females as well. Support bone and muscle health. 
aids in cellular energy and mitochondria health and cellular ATP and decreases fatigue. Just take two gummies once or twice per day. Go to www.organifi.com slash KKP and use code KKP for 20% off. Everything in the store, but specifically the Sheila Jeet gummies. All right, we're ready to rock and roll, baby. Catherine Arnston, on the optimization side, Catherine Arnston was mind-blowing. I know like 95% of you just listen and don't watch, but if you watch the YouTube, she had a gang of infographics like she was presenting at a conference that were fucking mind-blowing to see charts. Like it's one thing to quote numbers. It's a whole different animal when, <laughs> when you're able to uh, just crank out you know, stat after stat after stat via graphs and pictures and show really what's happening in the body when you're taking this stuff. Mind-blowing. Uh, I was super impressed with her. But more than that, I'm super impressed with Algae in general and her company, Energy Bits. Um, I've been taking the Energy Bits and Recovery Bits uh, before and after workouts, take the Recovery Bits at night. If I have a hard workout, I'll take Recovery Bits right after as well. It's palpable. It's a palpable feeling when you're taking a supplement that gives you more energy. Like it's noticeable, but it's cellular energy. It's different. It's not like caffeine where you're kind of cracky. It's like, holy shit, I'm rocking and rolling right now. And it translates to workouts. I'm still doing, I'll talk a bit about my, let's jot that down. What am I doing now? <laughs> workouts, all that shit. All right, so I'll dive into how my how my stats look now. Not stats, but but what the program looks like. I do a little of everything which is not mastering any, anything. But I, I do jiu-jitsu once or twice a week. I do boxing and kickboxing once a week on Fridays at Black Sheep with the boys from the farm. Uh, I lift once or twice a week, and I run once or twice a week. But mostly it's once a week. Mostly it's one thing each. If I get two jiu-jitsus in, I'm not doing twice of anything else. If I get two runs in, I'm not doing twice of anything else. And there's no two-a-days. Very rarely will I do a two-a-day. So... You might say that's a lot more than you work out, or you might say, holy shit, that's not as much as I expected. Most people are like, you lift once a week? I've been lifting since I was 15 years old, and I'm 42 now. It doesn't take a lot to sustain what I've created, uh, and my goals are elsewhere. I have a lot of goals related to being a better athlete. Last year, that was one of the goals that I made in the very beginning of the year was I want to be an athlete again. I don't want to just be strong. So I dropped from 235 pounds, doing more powerlifting, more muscle, and started to get into better usable shape when it comes to martial arts and running and yoga and mobility. And the reason for yoga and mobility is so I don't get hurt again doing jujitsu because I'm too stiff. Uh, also, the reason to lose weight for jujitsu, even though there's a lot of jacked guys in jujitsu like Gordon Ryan, my, I don't have much endurance when I gain more muscle. I really don't. Um, Gordon Ryan, that doesn't seem to matter for. I don't know if it's just everyone's built differently. He, his, he might have a different set of lungs than I do. Um, but when I carry more muscle, I start to get negative returns on investment in, in jiu-jitsu and boxing and kickboxing and in running. So I've started to shape things like that. And I'm still on the battlefield testing this shit. You know, like that was my job at Onnit was to really be the guinea pig, but self, self-made guinea pig like Tim Ferriss and like so many others who try it and apply it. But I'm applying it at the highest level of sport. Now, I'm not in the UFC anymore and, and more on the UFC later this year, I can assure you. Um, but I get to, I get to go and take this into sparring. I get to go and take this into a run. I get to go and take this and see at a, at a high level, you know, not the highest level, but at a very high level, how does this stuff work? 
And that's what I love. That was one of my favorite things when I was designing supplements for on it was I would go with Eric Guerreri, ETG, out to Supply Side East and we'd find novel supplements and I'd see how my body interacted with it sober. I'd see how it interacted with it when I was, when I was running my ass off for sprints, when I was running distance, when I was doing anything that I could apply it to. And then what could I combine that with with other things? So even though I'm not designing supplements anymore, I'm still geeking out when something like this comes along that's new to me. And I'm like, there's a holy shit moment of this works in everything that I'm doing. That's how energy bits are. And this isn't an ad for energy bits, but I want to say like from an optimization standpoint, that was a fucking game changer in 23. So listen to that podcast. If you haven't, there was another one other game changer, actually two others. One has to do with water and one has to do with lifting weights. Second game changer from 2023, Dr. Mike DeBoard on blood flow restriction has blown my mind. I had um, a knee injury, multiple, I've had fucking countless knee injuries, but I had a knee injury that just wasn't getting better. I did stem cells, still didn't get better. Eight months I was off the mats uh, in jiu-jitsu, and it's a bummer. It happened from a friend of mine who's uh, Austin Swat and just a badass and an awesome guy who didn't do a heel hook or anything weird. He just did a simple half guard pass and my, my meniscus crunched and that was it. Got stem cells, thought I'd bounce right back and I didn't. And um, I had a guest on the podcast who recommended Mike DeBoard and BFR. And so I said, all right, let me see what this guy's all about. We had a call and I was like, dude, this guy knows his shit inside and out. So I had him on the podcast and I started working with the blood flow restriction bands. And that absolutely changed the, the, the whole, my whole viewpoint of strength and conditioning right now. There's a lot of science that backs this up. I first heard about it when I was in the UFC, but how it, what it was mostly gearing towards the science was around the elderly. It was around hypertrophy, muscle building, and it was around injuries. I wasn't old. I couldn't put on muscle for my weight class, and I wasn't injured. So none of it applied at that point. But right now at 41, it most certainly applied, especially if I'm only lifting once a week and I want to preserve the mass that I have. I need to get more bang for my bucket of workouts. And the beautiful thing about this is these are 20 minute workouts. You can do body weight only. You can do like, I have a 25 pound band, which is, you know, split that in half for each arm when you're doing curls. It's not a lot of weight, but you're doing three sets of 30. You only get 30 seconds of rest. You're flying through the workout and you're getting an insane pump. I mean, it, it's like Arnold in, in uh, <laughs> Stay Hungry. He's like, everywhere I'm coming, I'm coming on stage. I'm coming at home. I'm coming in the gym. You know, that's how you feel when you get a pump that size. Like you're coming, it's fucking phenomenal. You get insane pumps from the workout, but what's most important is the cascade effect in your hormones at night. Now, I've had doctors on this show. I've talked about TRT in the past, my own personal use of it. I think it's important if you've been hitting the head as much as I have, or if you started off taking gangs of shit in football to be bigger than you naturally would be, and you don't produce much naturally, TRT is phenomenal. But I can say that with a caveat because 90% of the people that are taking shit are not working out. They're not treating their body. They're not following the four doctors from Paul Check. They're not doing all the basics to actually be healthy. And they think this magic bullet's going to make them better. It's not. It's not without the foundational principles and it's not without the things that get you there. And certainly working out is one of those things. But when you work out, you break down muscle, you rebuild it, that kind of thing. There's also many other hormones that influence that. And these occur when you're sleeping. Human growth hormone. Human growth hormone meets with insulin in the liver, becomes insulin-like growth factor one, IGF-1. A lot of people have heard of that in the peptide game. IGF-1, LR3. That works phenomenally. It works a hell of a lot better if you're actually training. And BFR, for whatever reason, 
Um, because there's blood flow restriction, because there's a lack of oxygen, and, and DeBoard breaks this down thoroughly in our podcast. So again, any person I mentioned from the previous guests will have that linked in the show notes. Don't go digging through my podcast. Just look through the show notes and it'll be there. Dr. Mark DeBoard breaks down the science behind this and it's remarkable because we're talking 6X growth hormone response. And I've taken HGH in the past. It's stupid expensive. It was $1,000 a month when I was in college. I don't have that kind of cheese to throw around like that if I'm not trying to be a pro athlete or in, in the pros. But I can get a response that's similar from blood flow restriction. That's mind-blowing to me. It's absolutely mind-blowing. And I wouldn't, I, again, don't take my word for it. Try it for yourself. Like, I, I, I believed Mike was telling the truth when he was, and he certainly had the science to back it up. But that healed my knee faster than anything else. And I did it with walking lunges and no weight. Then I got a 10-pound vest. Then I started adding dumbbells. And then all of a sudden, my knee didn't hurt anymore. Then all of a sudden, I could run. I could do sprints. I could do hill repeats. I could do sled drags. Then I could do jiu-jitsu again. Then I could do a whole bunch of shit, all because of blood flow restriction. That's fucking remarkable, in my humble opinion. That is remarkable to be 40 years in the game, uh, an optimization specialist, and to just get switched onto this when I needed it most and say, this stuff works. It works really well. It works very well if you're hurt. It works very well if you're older. It also works for the, for the young. And Mike talks about that with his son, who ended up getting multiple full-ride scholarships. He dropped his 40, uh, three-tenths of a second in eight weeks. If you're not you know, in the football game and you don't know how, what, how fast that is, like most people, you know, if you have no running experience and you start working with a running coach, you could drop three-tenths of a 40. But if you're already close to your prime and you drop three tenths, that's unheard of. And to do it in eight weeks is especially unheard of. Like, and, and without, without gear, especially unheard of. Um, so again, that speaks to the power of what this does for us from a performance standpoint, as well as a longevity standpoint. And on the performance end, there's a ton of guys in the NFL, NBA, every major sport, NHL, they're all using blood flow restriction now in the off season and in the season, because you don't break down the muscle tissue that bad when you're not training heavy you don't fuck up the nervous system. And if your nervous system isn't fried, that means you can train more often, right? Now, I don't want to lift weights five days a week. I've got other shit to do, but I do want to do jujitsu once a week or twice a week. I want to run once or twice a week. I want to get and hit the bags and spar once or twice a week. And all those things add up. So my weight training can't kick my ass. I can't do a Doug McGuff body by science once a week on an arcs trainer where I destroy my body in an effort to build muscle. I just don't have the bandwidth for that because I'm doing sports and other things and I want to be fresh for it. I also want to be fresh for my kids. And if I'm sore, I'm not fresh for them. That was something I got in a mushroom journey years ago. If I'm tense and tight and I'm sore and beat down and my little guy comes running up to jump on me and wrestle me, that, that's, I'm not in the best way I can be. I'm not going to respond the best way I can be. And it's a hard pill to swallow, but that's just, that's how it was for me. Maybe other guys who power lift and shit like that, they don't feel that way. Maybe they're just fine. Maybe they're all big hug, huggy teddy bears when they're sore as shit and their kids run and jump on them. That wasn't me. So I got to treat my body with care, especially with all the mileage. And this is one of the ways that I do that. I've talked extensively about the book, Easy Strength with Pavel Tatsulin and Dan John. It's an amazing book. If you want to figure out how to train and still do other things, in a way where you're going to get stronger, you're going to get general physical preparedness, GPP, and not smoke your nervous system. And blood flow restriction is absolutely uh, an amazing piece to add to that. One of the things I've done too is I've, I've thrown it on while kickboxing and boxing for the last 20 minutes of my workout and I just smoke myself, get a big pump, 
and I'm actually getting faster. My punching speed's going up. My kicking power's going up. Um, that's that's pretty pretty damn cool. So again, these two, and then last for on the, on the optimization side, this is more on like general health and wellness side from 2023. We had Dr. Gerald Pollack on the podcast who wrote The Fourth Phase of Water. He's actually an author of several books. Uh, professor at UW, Washington, I believe. And not long before that, we had Mario Brainovich from Analemma, and both conversations were around structured water. Structured water is a big deal, and it can be done for very cheap. There's a lot of instruments out there. The thing that I like about Analemma, and again, I got no personal interest in, in uh, mentioning these guys, but their stick, I think, goes for about 170 bucks. It has structured water in it, in a crystal. You swirl it and vortex your own water. And uh, I got big gallon Yetis because we're at the farm all day and I don't have time to refill shit. So I want whatever I take out to be with me the whole day. And it just makes the most sense that I swirl this for a minute. It's 15 seconds per liter. That structures your water. You can also get structured water from juice, fresh pressed, cold pressed juice. You can get it from raw milk, uh, according to Gerald Pollack. He wasn't sure on raw milk, but I can guarantee it is structured. Um, He agreed with me on, on my thought process there. All that said, when you bring in structured water, your body can use it more effectively. It's more hydrating. It's more nourishing. It's able to do its job in bringing nutrients around to the body more easily. And of course, this is the most layman, Bush League fucking explanation of that. If you want a deep scientific deep dive on that, read The Fourth Phase of Water by Gerald Pollack or listen to the podcast that I did with him for a more basic view but uh, these things are available now. And what I'm doing at the farm, because we're just getting finished with building our house right now, is we're working with Greenfield Systems. So Ben Greenfield's brother and his father, uh, Zach's brother, I forget his father's name. He did an excellent podcast on Paul Checks, uh, Living 4D. I'll link to that in the show notes as well if you want to listen to that. Um, fantastic story there on how he got obsessed with water and into this whole thing. But Ben's dad and brother have a company where they do whole home filtration and whole home structuring with one device. And whether you're getting municipal water or water from a well or rainwater collection like we're doing, they actually will have water samples done and their chemist will will customize what you're going to get through this. Now, this is more expensive than, than other things by far, but long-term, if you're a homeowner, this is by far the most important thing you can do because now your baths, your showers, that's all structured water. And Mario breaks down when you have a structured bath three times a week, what that actually does for your body is a lot because we absorb water through our skin. All the plants, if you're growing your own food and not even in large amounts, but if you have fruit trees and things like that, or even you know non-fruiting trees, they're going to grow better. They're going to be far healthier with structured water. So if you can structure the whole home, now you don't need a wand. You don't need to do other things. Onalema also offers a whole home uh, structuring device. It's not a filter, but if you already have filtration through a different company and you want to just add that on, Check that out. Check out the podcast we did. Again, Mario Branovich from Onalema will have that linked and Gerald Pollack, fourth phase of water author. Um, those were amazing podcasts that really illuminated a deep dive on water. Now, back to Paul Check. Paul Check has a new book coming out called Spirit Gym that will blow your fucking mind. It's coming out early this year, uh, the first two volumes. I think I can say that now. And I've had the privilege of reading... Um, a handful of chapters from this book. He, I think he has two or three chapters on water alone. So spirit, Jim, we're talking spirit. We're talking spirituality. We're talking about the game that we're playing right now. Why have that many chapters on water? Because it's that fucking important. 
your water is that important. When I talked to Shervin Jaferia, the, the, the founder and owner of Symbiotica, I was telling him everything I'm dialed on. And he goes, water is the most important thing that you're not doing right now. And he was right. And that's what drove me into having podcasts like these with these two wonderful guys and learning more about it. So check it out for yourself and um, you know, really look into that. What is the best thing you can afford right now? It might be a wand. That's what we're doing currently and a whole home filtration kit. If you can't afford it, you know, looking into Greenfield Systems and seeing what you can do with them and tell them what your budget is. But whole home with the Vortex is going to be super good. I mean, because now, now your plants are getting it. Now your pets are getting it. Everyone's going to benefit from that greatly. That's it on the optimization side uh, from the past. We'll, we'll circle back to that in the current and in the future for, for 2024. Um, some of the other guests that I really appreciated were Seamus Bruner, the author of Controligarchs. Uh, and I've got the advanced copy here I'm looking at right now on my desk. It's, it's funny to see what's left here because we're moving in a month and uh, everything's getting boxed up around me. There's no video for this, so lo siento. Um, this book was incredible because what it did so beautifully is it tied all the pieces together. Many people, you know, and, and uh, you know, I'm going to try to get Alex Jones on this podcast. He was just on my homie Luke Story's podcast. I'll link to that in the show notes. It's four hours long. I haven't listened to it yet, but I guarantee it's going to be awesome if you're into that sort of thing. And uh, what I love about Controligarchs, though, as a book, is it, it ties in a lot of names that we've heard from guys like Jones and different people that just get thrown out, right? It's like, oh, the Rockefellers, uh, 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 Soros, uh, you know, Bezos, uh, uh, you know, and he just goes down the list. And there's no real background description of how, what are they doing exactly? What have they been doing exactly? How do they fit into this, this weird puzzle of what David Icke calls the web? <laughs> you know, how, how does that work? And Controligarchs lays this out beautifully. The subtag here is exposing the billionaire class, their secret deals, and the globalist plot to dominate your life. This is what I've been talking about for three years. And it's all in one book. It's all in one book. And the thing that'll blow your fucking mind is chapter five, which I hated reading, is all on the war on farmers and the war on food. And this is the shit I've been glued to. I'll link to this in the show notes as well. I just sent it to you, Jose. It's on uh, what I had understood as 115 different food plants that have gone up in flames, explosions that have happened uh, in the last three years. I think it's, it's a little older, the article, and uh, needs to be up updated. But internationally, it's like 750 food processing plants and grocery stores have been exploded, bombed. Not anything else, not accidental fires, uh, bombed, you know, they've had, and they, I'm not saying from overhead, but from within, they've had explosives go off where they've blown up an entire fucking food processing plant or meat processing plant. That's a big fucking deal. It's not make-believe. It's not. And I'm not saying this to doomsday. I'm not saying this for clickbait. I'm not saying this to scare people. I'm saying it's a fucking big deal to pay attention to that. And, um, Chapter five in Controller Garks really deep dives this. It deep dives, you know, the deep, deep dives. It deep dives what happened in um, cha -cha -cha, the Netherlands and, and how that could potentially be implemented in other places like Canada and Australia and potentially implemented here. I think it's going to be a lot harder to implement in the United States for obvious reasons. Um, when you compare us to Canada and Australia and other places, there's... We're a little different in how we've we've organized ourselves, uh, thanks to the Second Amendment. 
But I will just say, this book is very important to read. If you've been avoiding this stuff, if you've been an ostrich with your head in the sand, don't stay there long. There is something called Agenda 2030, which is marking what they're trying to accomplish by 2030. And none of that looks good. It doesn't. It really doesn't. But as David Icke says, when you understand where they're going, the totalitarian tiptoe becomes painfully obvious. And it takes our awareness to turn the ship around. It takes us saying, wait a minute, we know what you're doing. Don't do that. Simple as that. Simple as that. The power is in the people. I scared, this stuff scared the shit out of me when I first got into it in 2020 and 2021. It doesn't scare me anymore. All it takes is 8 billion of us waking up to the fucking thing that's going on and say no and hold people accountable. All right. Dive into that one. Seamus Bruner, Controller Garks. He's also, I set him up with Paul Check. They're going to do a fantastic podcast. Kelly Means, that was an excellent one, and also on food and medicine. He and his sister have a book coming out um, this year. Uh, phenomenal. Dr. Thomas Cowan, always a phenomenal, uh, I'd like to call him a regular on this show. He doesn't come on that often, but he's one of my favorite authors of all time. He has been a brilliant mind since 2020, uh, before that, long before that, but really has been a brilliant mind and an amazing educator. And Mark Gober, who's been on this podcast, one of my favorite authors, just came out with a new book. He's going to come on in the future here again this year. He just wrote An End to Upside Down Medicine. And in that, he brings up and quotes Dr. Thomas Cowan, Sally Fallon-Norell from the Weston A. Price Foundation. Um, it's cool to see these, these kind of things link up. We had Hilda Labrada-Gore, uh, who is the host of the Nourishing Traditions podcast, or Wise Traditions podcast uh, from the West. She hosts Weston A. Price's podcast, their foundation podcast. And she's an amazing person. She's an amazing guest on. And I love that they've had a backbone and didn't back down from telling the truth the last four years. They've been great. There are a number of books that I have on my desk here that I'm about to dive into. But first, to understand health and wellness better, look no further than Nutrition and Physical Degeneration by Weston A. Price. This is what really breaks down the ideas that are, are formulated behind Paul Check and How to Eat, Move, and Be Healthy, and more, plenty more for Paul. Um, but a lot of it on food stems from this. A lot of it on health stems from this. When we understand our food and how we interact with our environment better, then we understand what health means and we understand what disease means and we understand what is not taking place. And uh, it's important that we deep dive and educate ourselves on that. The Contagion Myth, phenomenal book. Uh, and um, highly recommend you guys read that. It's on Audible now. Uh, Sal and a, Sal, Sally fallon Morell and Thomas Cowan wrote that. Uh, and there's some really important books that flow with that. Bobby Kennedy is running for president. He's got my vote, whether he wins or not, whether we don't have an election or not. And I, the, you know what's funny is uh, uh, if you, the, the things that have been going around online where if people asked Alexa if, who's going to win the 2024 election and Alexa says we're not having an election. <laughs> that, 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 I just geek out on shit like that. I'm like, oh, God, that's too juicy. Even the AI knows. Um. That said, Bobby Kennedy's been hard at work with Children's Health Defense. and Whether he wins or not, he's already changing the world. If you have not read uh, The Real Anthony Fauci, red pill yourself and fucking read it. But also, he's got a couple other books that just came out. The Wuhan Cover-Up, which I'm deep diving right now. And then another one with Kennedy and uh, PhD Brian Hooker. So I'm going to try to get... Kennedy's way too busy to come on my podcast. But Brian Hooker, PhD, I'm going to try to get him on... The book title is Vax Unvax, 
And you can guess what it's about. It's about all the meta-analysis of kids that have never been vaccinated versus kids that have their 72 shots. And it's not surprising to me because I was cued in on this shit years ago, years ago, long before 2020. And both our kids are not vaccinated, not a single fucking shot. And both of them are in incredible health. Wolfie and Bear are in incredible health at eight and three. So I've mentioned that before. I don't say it on every podcast for obvious reasons, but that just, that shows where my fucking line in the sand is drawn. And if you're curious about that, if you don't have kids, look into it. One of the most important books we ever read was Dissolving Illusions and uh, Dr. Susan Humphreys. And again, in Gober's new work and Into Upside Down Medicine, he references that book and has interviewed her. And there's a lot of juicy information on, again, what did the world actually look like when these diseases came around? What did the world look like? How sanitary or unsanitary was it when there was outbreaks of these different things? How do the energetics affect that? Another book you should listen to or read is The Invisible Rainbow by Arthur Furstenberg. And again, correlation does not equal causation, but holy shit, when we map electronics throughout human history, the, the recent history, at least, when we map electronics and the boom of radio frequency and different things, it's a little hard to discount it. I'm just say that and how these things all flow together and end upside down medicine by Mark Gober is a must read. It's a must listen. If you are on the fence about this stuff and you want to know more vax on vax, there's charts in it that are self-explanatory. They're not, it's not hard to comprehend. And we have this data now. I've been waiting for data like this. We have it now. It's here. Um, so that's going to take a long time for people to wrap their head around. If you've already invested in Western medicine and you've invested your family in that direction, I understand that's a really hard thing to turn that ship because no one wants to believe that they've been hoodwinked. No one wants to believe that they've made a mistake and I'll just leave it at that. I understand. I understand both sides of the coin, but if you're into it, if you're, if you're, you're curious and you want to know more, I would get these books, Facts on Facts. I would dive into Kennedy's work. Uh, Mark Gober is an incredible author, one of the favorites that uh, turned me on. Dr. Nathan Riley, the holistic OBGYN, turned me on to it, was an end to upside-down liberty. Mind-blowing look at politics and spirit. Mind-blowing. Uh, and I had him on the podcast for that one. Just a, a beautiful human. I can't wait to have him back on. He'll be on shortly, coming up to discuss his new work. And he also did one that I finally listened to that's a total side note is the end upside down contact. And I totally thank Mark for doing that because most people won't touch aliens, ETs, near-death experiences or any of that shit. And he did. So it's like, fuck yeah, man, go there. <laughs> Break it down for me, buddy. And he did a phenomenal job with that one. Dr. Robert Gilbert was absolutely incredible. Um, he's broken down sex magic and mystery schools, the hidden teachings behind mystery schools. I absolutely loved having him on. He was a speaker at Arcadia, an event we threw in Vegas uh, earlier this year and, and just blew my mind. One of the things he was talking about, so here's a giveaway from Dr. Robert Gilbert, is the potion for sex magic. You need something that opens the upper, upper energy center, the middle energy center, and the lower energy center. So these three must be opened equally. Lower energy center... Can be done, and I was talking to a couple of homies about this with Siri and Rue, but that also is purgative, not very sexual. Cialis works for men and women both, and Lodo Cialis uh, works for men and women both, and it can open that energy center. MDMA and MDA or sassafras open the heart center, 
and above, you can use uh, really any psychedelic to open the upper center. Now, everything is a matter of knowing yourself, know thyself, what is ceremony level versus what is sex magic level, and really tiptoeing in to figure this stuff out. Uh, the homie Jamie Wheel really broke this down in detail in Recapture the Rapture, but Robert Gilbert breaks this down very simply. You have uh, psilocybin at a low dose to open up the, the upper. You have MDMA or sassafras to open up the heart, and you have a low dose of Cialis to open up the lower, and then you get down. Now, that's on my bucket list for 2024. Have not done that yet, but I will report back what the experience is like, hopefully with Tosh, and uh, I'm excited for that. That sounds fucking rad. It sounds really rad to have an experience like that. Robert Gilbert also has a deep dive on the Rosicrucians he did with Aubrey Marcus. Uh, he did a phenomenal podcast on Lucifer and Armon uh, before Paul Check's five-hour Lucifer Armon breakdown, which I'll link to that in the show notes. If you didn't listen to that last year, that's one of the deepest dives on Steiner that he's done. It was my favorite podcast of the year to listen to. Uh, he brought in both his wives, Angie and Penny, uh, to, co to, do, to do that together with him. And I, I just found it to be just insanely beneficial from, from an information standpoint to an execution standpoint. They did an amazing job with that podcast. So big love to y'all in the check house at the Rainbow House. Da, 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 da. Go over Hildegore. All right, we got, and then Peter Crone. Man, Peter Crone, Peter Crone ripped me open and in the best way possible. He ripped me open in the way, uh, in the way psychedelics do, you know, like this, this will benefit me, but holy shit, this hurts, you know? And, um, Peter's a dear friend. I've meant to keep in contact with him more and I, and I, that'll be a resolution that I keep hopefully this year, but he has such a brilliant method of getting straight through the shit and, and right to the center of what the issue is and really breaking that down in a way. And one of the greatest takeaways that I took from that podcast that I still refresh my mind with is that words are not descriptive, they are creative. When we tell a story of what happened, we think we're describing a situation, but that's not true. We are creating our reality at every moment. And for a lot of people that are scientific materialists, you might say that's bullshit. Uh, Robert Anton Wilson would be a good guy to deep dive into. Robert Anton Wilson said, there is, I don't believe in reality. I believe in realities. Everyone has their own reality tunnel. Don't get caught up in what is subjective or objective. That's his own rabbit hole. But the more I've explored medicine work and manifestation and, and my own life in particular, the more I've come to that realization. And that's my own reality tunnel. I can agree to that. That's not going to be everyone else's reality tunnel. Uh, whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, you are correct. And that still holds true for any of the metaphysical shit, especially the metaphysical shit. But big thank you to Peter. That was an awesome episode. If you guys missed that one, check it out in the show notes. Upcoming guests. Uh, I mentioned Robert Edward Grant, mind-blowing, polymath. Get that book. It is awesome. And listen to the podcast I'll link to in the show notes with his. One of the things I love about this podcast that he did was he really breaks down something that I've heard in the past from Aubrey is that when you realize things aren't happening to you, they're happening for you. Everything isn't happening to you. Everything's happening for you. If you make that shift, you can begin to look through the past and see how every challenging moment brought about a newer, better version of yourself, a newer, better version of your life. And you have gratitude for the challenges. You have gratitude for the hard, shitty moments, the hard, shitty things, the injury, the, the, the divorce, the job loss, fill in the blank, how that panned out in a positive. And if you're listening to this podcast, you can probably do that. And end of the year is a fucking great time to do that. 
when you get a curveball thrown in, you don't know what's going to happen. We're making serious changes to fit for service in pay, in execution, in everything we're doing. I don't know how that's going to turn out. This is where I let go, let God, but it makes it a hell of a lot easier to let go, let God when I look in the rear view and I see every challenge brought me something better. And Robert Edward Grant details this perfectly in this podcast that it is as alchemists, we transmute the lead into gold. This is what it's all about. The inner alchemy of life is transmuting our lead into gold. It's not in whipping up actual lead into gold. We're doing our own alchemy every fucking day. And that's where we get to take, why, why the hardship, why the darkness, why the sadness, why the misery? To transmute it into light, plain and simple. And that's really fucking challenging when you think about some of the, you know, the, the kid-related shit and all that stuff. I, I don't know how to wrap my head around that stuff yet. But personally, when I look in my life and I see that, all right, nothing's happened to me, everything's happening for me, can I hold that? Then I can use hindsight as foresight. So now... When a challenge comes up, I can remember that, hopefully, and hold my center line. And if I can hold my center line, that makes today's challenges a hell of a lot easier than being a captive of whatever emotion or whatever thought, wherever thought tangent my brain wants to take me on, my mind wants to take me on. Uh, one of my favorite stories from a shaman that I sat with named Tete Kerry. Uh, um, he said, in... in in the jungle, when the storms come, the monkeys climb down the tree. They don't stay on the top of the tree. They climb down the tree where it's safer, and they'll climb down even further just above the forest floor where the trunk is strongest. There's no blowing around. And in the West, when the storm comes, we climb to the top of the tree. We go to our head to think through the storm where it's fucking most wacky, where the wind's whipping us back and forth, where we're at, at a... Um, consequence of the elements. We've got rain, we've got wind, we've got lightning. All the shit happens all the way up there. And if we just travel down into ourselves, into our heart center and beyond that, we find trust, we find stability, we find comfort. Now that story was awesome, especially in the moment on ayahuasca. For me to actually make that worth a damn, I have to remember that in the moment. And this is using hindsight as foresight. This is remembering that we are always held. And that's not always easy to do. But that is a mission as things get wiry between 2024 and 2030. And I can assure you, I don't know what it is. I'm not fucking Nostradamus, but there are enough people that I trust. It's worth paying attention to. Um, things will get worse before they get better in many arenas. And each and every one of us has a choice in that moment. How do we respond to it? And if we respond in stress, if we respond in fear, that's not going to be the best use of ourselves. If we respond in center, knowing this is going to be a benefit in some way, way shape, or form. I don't know how yet, but it will be a benefit. One way or another, this is going to turn out positive. It always does. If we can hold that, then we can think a little bit more clearly. Then we have the use of our faculties at our disposal, right? The mind is uh, a terrible master, but an excellent servant, right? If it's in control, if it's at the steering wheel, that's not the best use of mind, right? If we remain heart-centered and in our center, in our quiet center, calm, relaxed, able to see through the periphery from all angles, we have a greater purview. All right, let me get off the, the soapbox on that shit. 
cha, 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 an excellent documentary is The Great Taking by David Webb. I want to get him on the podcast. Uh, Children's Health Defense posted it, but I think you can go to thegreattaking.com. He has a book. The documentary is somewhat boring. Let me just say that right now, but the meat and potatoes of it is worth knowing. It's very worth knowing on how laws have been changed systematically, even at the state level, in all 50 states and internationally, in most of the world, most of the Commonwealth areas, that don't look good for ownership. It looks a lot like what Klaus Schwab was saying when you'll own nothing and be happy. The first part of that, you'll own nothing. This is what that part looks like. How do you get to making a prediction like that, Klaus? Oh, you change laws with no one looking. This is what's been happening. And more importantly, the stats, and this will be good for people who have an economic background, but the stats around the Great Depression, inflation rates and all this stuff that preceded are right there. And and one of the things that he breaks down is that the banks all didn't go up in smoke in one moment. One or two toppled. And then a year later, one or two more toppled. And then all the dominoes fell. So Silicon Valley Bank, pick another one. And in a couple of years, perhaps they all topple. Now, again, this isn't for me to fucking scare people. This is for me to say, watch it. There is a positive thing here. There's a takeaway from it that David Webb gets to. He has uh, recommendations, even though he's not telling people what to do with their money. He has some recommendations on a lot of the shit that I've been saying. Know where your food comes from. Know your farmers. Own what you can outright. Don't be in debt. Build community. Know where you go in a pinch. Have an exit strategy if the cities go down. Just know that shit. That's just important to know. Where do I go? If, if an emergency happens, where do I go if they just close grocery stores? You know, if it's as simple, if, it, if it's 2020 again, what do I do in that situation to make sure that I've got food and water and that the people I love are, are taken care of and that we're safe? That's important stuff to know. All right. Fit for Service is changing next year. We're going to go become Fit for Service Academy, which is really cool because uh, we're moving more towards like a university, even though we're not a university. <laughs> But teaching, uh, breaking stuff down, and this this really came from a lot of our members who had said, hey, we really appreciated when we broke off into smaller groups before the big summits where we all get to hang together and get to know each other, but smaller groups, and we want a deep dive content. We don't just want, you know, uh, <laughs> bits and pieces here and there with book recommendations. We actually want to go deep on it. And so uh, Aubrey and I and Caitlin and Godsey, we all got together and we really broke down six interesting maps of ways people could deep dive. One is financial. We've heard a lot about that. People come, they want to know about manifesta- manifestation and, and all these different things, and I'm, I'm into it. But finances, how, how do we improve finances, especially in times like these? Um, relationships, always super important. Relationships is a massive one. The physical, I'm going to be teaching the physical, and Godzi's going to be teaching the mental. Caitlin's going to be teaching the emotional. Aubrey and Clay... Herbert will be teaching financial. Aubrey and Vailana will be teaching relationships. And we will roundtable the spiritual. And we'll bring in amazing guests and people who we've learned a ton from, like like, uh, Mark Gaffney. Mark Gaffney is going to be on this podcast 12 times coming up next year. I'm super stoked for that. We're going to break down 
one of his most brilliant books, A Return to Eros. What are the 12 faces of Eros? How do we utilize that as a roadmap in reality? So, so the reason I geek out on this stuff is through the dark night of the soul, when nothing makes sense, it's not just grab the nearest religion that, that I can hold on to as a crutch. What actually makes sense to me on the fundamental building blocks? Are there first principles of reality? Mark Gaffney proposes so. What does that actually look like? How do we engage it? How do we work with it? And it's beyond the secret. It's beyond, you know, wishing for shit. It's beyond any of that stuff. I, I love the secret when it came out. This is beyond that. It's beyond what consciousness actually looks like. How to listen. How to engage with the she. How to engage with um, the divine. And it's brilliant. It's brilliant because as he, as he brings forth these different faces of Eros... It makes a fuck ton of sense. And you're like, oh, aha, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. It's not hard to understand. So we'll be deep diving each face in a, in a podcast uh, every month coming up. Super stoked for that. But that's, that's the spirituals. We're gonna, we're gonna try to gangbusters on everything that we've learned from everyone that we love and know, and we will cover some of the dark stuff and how you work with items like Watiko and the Archons and different things of that nature. If you've had experience with darkness on plant medicines or just in life in general, um, all that's a part of the, the discussion as well. Stoked for that. In the Physically Fit 101, uh, I'm going to be breaking down core principles from Paul Check. I'm going to be breaking down different forms of fasting. I'm going to be breaking down a lot of things, but most importantly, we're going to be optimizing from, from head to toe. How do we actually get shit done? And because these classes are smaller... It is personal. It's personalized. This is what I love about it is that I get you for 13 weeks, not one-on-one, but 30-on-one, where I really get a chance to know you, know what you're working on, and give you everything that I know to set you straight. And we've got three plus months to get you there. You will change your life. There's no two ways about it. Fitforservice.com is where you can look at Academy. Uh, Full Temple Reset is our deep dive. It's five days. We only have one week left. January 10th is the end of applications for Full Temple Reset. Full Temple Reset is where we spend five days hammering into ourselves through practice, not just words, but through practice, the things that actually move the bar. So we fast each day. We have a 1,000 calorie shake each night. So fasting, mimicking diet, Dr. Volatolongo, as I've mentioned before. We are in the sun and the ice bath every day. We're doing mobility every single day to rewire the nervous system and open up the fascia and the body so that we actually have new ranges of motion, new mobility. We're able to work through injuries and actually train again and move again and heal the body. All that gets done simultaneously, day after day, while I break down the core principles of Paul's work along with many others. Eric Godsey deep dives. Jungian psychology. He breaks down the symbology. He breaks down dream analysis for people and makes you able, he hopefully leaves you with the ability to analyze your own dreams, which is a very powerful way to work with the psyche and one of Jung's biggest recommendations. He also gets into internal family systems work, inner parts work, and you leave with a new view of what your psyche is and how to work with that. Super important. Five-day crash course. At the end, we feast and we have... Uh, sound healing from Paul Hubbard, who is Vailana's sound healing coach, as along with Tina Rodriguez. If you guys are in Austin, if you had experience with either one of them, trust me when I say Paul is in a league of his own. Paul Hubbard is, is a magnificent sound healer. And we get to finish with that. And then food, and then we're off. And the best part is, for the rest of the year, you have an improved metabolic rate. For the rest of the year, you have improved immunity. 
And that's not just hocus pocus bro science. That's, that's people from uh, different folks that have come on this podcast and verified that with their own stats amongst thousands of people. Um, God, who was it from NutriSense? We'll link to that in the show notes as well. The last podcast I did with uh, the woman from NutriSense had mind-blowing stats on uh, metabolic function during COVID and what, what rates of illness actually looked like if you were metabolically fit. And one of the key takeaways that she said in that podcast was if you've got 100 pounds to lose, you don't have to lose the whole 100 pounds to actually get metabolically fit. You can reset metabolism and your immunity in a matter of weeks and then worry about the weight later as that comes off slowly and healthily. But it doesn't take long for you to gain back what you've lost and then work from there. And that's one of the most beautiful things about doing a fasting mimicking diet in the wintertime once a year or twice a year is that you get six to 12 months of benefit from it. And that's what Dr. Dr. Walter Longo has shown in his studies, who is the inventor of it. So really cool shit. We dive into that. Physically Fit 101 is going to be incredible. I'm super pumped for all the other classes we're offering through Academy. It's going to be a different form. A lot of question marks. We're still going to have three meetups. We're going to meet in Montana in May. Classes start in March. So signups are right now. Uh, We'll meet in Montana in May. We'll meet in Sedona in September, and then we're going to meet out in Malibu in January of 2025 for our final event of of the year for 2024. So super stoked for everything that we've got coming up there. Check it all out at fitforservice.com. And anybody that's down that wants to come out and, and, and shoot the shit and get to know what we're doing at the farm, go to gardenersofeden.earth and sign up as a volunteer. You can come out, see what we're doing on the land, help us move the animals around, pull some weeds, do some cool shit, and get to know your local farmers. That's it. Get to know your local farmers. Get to know where your food comes from. Uh, watch documentaries like Common Ground, which is the follow-up to Kiss the Ground. Super important documentary. Super important because it bridges the gap between left and right on how we heal the environment. And it's not complicated. Nature's brilliant. The, the divine game that we're in, there's an intelligence to it in everywhere you look. And it's just a matter of how do we listen to that. And, and if we can listen to it, what is it saying? Well, there, there are clear, clear ways to make things better. And uh, Common Ground really shows to that the proof in the pudding with side-by-sides of different farming practices what that equates to from nutrient density that goes into our mouths, what that means for nutrient densities in the soil, to the grasslands, to the cows, to the herbivores, to everything up, to the food forest and beyond. And we can do that. And as they said in Food Inc., you vote with your dollar. So if you have a couple extra bucks to buy organic, that's a good start, but organic is not the move anymore. It's really not. They keep changing shit up on purpose to keep you guessing, Kelly Means really deep dive that. Um, but finding out how the farmers run. Do they have regenerative practices? Are they spraying anything? There's organic sprays now that are still considered organic. It's kind of bullshit. It's, it's not kind of bullshit. It is bullshit. So knowing where your food comes from, that's a big one, especially as we talk health and wellness and what we want to do going forward. Um, I'm still not quite sure. I'm in a bit of... Every year we select a word of the year. I'm still in the process of chewing on what I want that to be for 2024. Uh, I think it's good practice to have something like that. Um, One of the lines that I keep moving through my head for me and my son is slow is smooth and smooth is fast. Slow is smooth and smooth is fast. My first jujitsu coach, Dave Camarillo, 
would hammer that. I think it comes from the Navy SEALs. Slow is smooth and smooth is fast. And that is something that I want to embody. I don't know if there's a word for it, but that is something I want to embody in 2024. I don't want to rush into shit. I don't want to um, kind of gloss over stuff and just work my way through it and drag heels or, or, or blast my way through, through something. I want to take my time and be slow and smooth and let that be the speed that actually matters and more methodical, I guess, in, uh, in everything, in my work, in my reading and learning, um, and just chew on things a little bit longer. You know, we digest, process, and eliminate, starting with the mouth and saliva, but the better we chew on something, the better that whole process goes, right? It's the first place it starts is in the mouth, and the more we chew, the better the digestion, processing, and eliminating becomes, right? It's the first step, but it's the, one of the most important, and that's true of anything. Can I chew on it a little longer? Can I move a little slower, which is smooth, and that's going to increase the speed of the output? I think that that's an important piece for me at this moment, and bear man. So I'll figure that out, how that correlates to one word. Another thing that I'm going to do this year, which is a proposal, I don't want to give away too much, but um, there is an exercise in the workbook of Spirit Gym in chapter one that will blow your fucking mind. I'm not going to give it to you. You got to get the book. Uh, I will have Paul on. I'm actually going to fly out to him at some point in the year. Uh, to podcast about this because this is his life's work. And um, the background of my screen right now on my desktop is one of his uh, beautiful pieces of art that he's done for this book is absolutely mind-blowing. The symbology is meant to speak to you in a way that's beyond words. And much of his book is layered with it, but also very practical things. And the workbook is just that. It's a practical way to connect to the content of his book. Um, so I'm going to be participating in that chapter one piece. He knows what it is. I'll let you guys get into chapter one of the workbook in spirit gym to figure that out. Uh, it's a life changing thing. And I know this because I've been friends with Paul long enough and heard him break this down for me in various ways, why it's important. Um, so I'm really excited for that in 2024, you know, in 20, each year we paint and I learned this from Paul as well. We paint a mandala of what we want, you know, how we want to create each year. And I'm looking behind me right now at the mandala that I created for last year. And there's a, there's what you'd expect from a mandala, like a, you know, it, uh, Eastern mandala, the artwork um, behind that. But then at four corners, representing the East, the South, the West, and the North, the seasons, uh, Native American spirit wheel. I have a few different items in there. And all of those have proved to to be manifest this year, which is pretty fucking rad. Um, really fucking rad. Now that I think about it, just staring at that guy. So I think it's a valuable, super valuable process to paint what you want your world to be in this next year and just include that and use symbols, not just, you know, artifacts and things like use symbols that equate to more than just the thing that you're pointing at. And, and I think you'll be surprised in wonderful ways of what that, how that chooses to show up in your life. That's it. I love you guys. I'm super stoked for 2024. 
no matter what the wild ride that it is, I always think back to Shervine, who just says, you know, cosmic giggle. <laughs> when shit hits the fan, cosmic giggle. God has a fucking serious sense of humor, and you just got to laugh sometimes. Cosmic giggle all the way through 2024 with me. I love you guys and look forward to hearing back from you. <laughs>